Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest for Friday, April 27, 2012. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. The U.S. is seeing positive signs from China. U.S. is escalating inquiries studying Google's power, and Liberian ex-leader is convicted for a role in atrocities. In this morning's national headlines, Gingrich is quitting the race, just give him time. A familiar divide splits the student loan debate, and Edwards' ex-aide admits stealth campaign billing. In today's financial headlines, the Dow was up 113 yesterday. The S&P cuts its ratings on Spain, citing debt. U.S. inquiry of insiders at Goldman broadens, and Chrysler soaring with new models and a comeback story. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, U.S. is seeing positive signs from China. Reported by Mark Landler and Stephen Lee Myers. When China suddenly began cutting back its purchases of oil from Iran in the last month, Officials in the Obama administration were guardedly optimistic, seeing the move as the latest in a string of encouraging signs from Beijing on sensitive security issues like Syria and North Korea, as well as on politically fraught economic issues like China's exchange rate. As with so many signals from Beijing, though, its underlying motives for reducing its imports of Iranian oil remain a mystery. Are the Chinese embracing Western sanctions? Or, as some experts suspect, are they trying to extract a better price from one of their main suppliers of crude? The answer is probably a bit of both, according to senior administration officials. But for the White House, which has labored to build a more constructive relationship with China, Beijing's motives may matter less than the general direction in which it appears to be moving. For years, China stymied efforts to pressure Iran... Now, in addition to throwing its weight behind the sanctions effort, officials say Beijing's also playing a more active role in the recently revived nuclear talks between Iran and a group of major powers that includes the United States, Europe, and China. While in past negotiations Beijing has followed in lockstep the positions taken by Russia, this time Chinese diplomats are offering their own proposals. One of the key elements of making this work is unity among the major powers, said a senior administration official who spoke on condition of anonymity. The Chinese have been very good partners in this regard, he said. There are also signs of new cooperation on Syria. Only weeks after Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton called China's veto of a UN Security Council resolution despicable, China is supporting Kofi Annan's peace plan for the strife-torn country and is deploying monitors to help oversee it. Even on North Korea, the Chinese government quickly signed on to a U.N. statement condemning the North's recent attempt to launch a satellite. And there is progress on the economic front. American officials said China has recently loosened trade on its currency, the renminbi, which could help close a valuation gap with the dollar that has stoked trade tensions. To some seasoned observers of China, these developments are less a harbinger of a new era of cooperation between Beijing and Washington than evidence that, at least for now, the interests of the two countries coincide in some important areas. And these positive signs come despite new American efforts to bolster its troop presence and military alliances 
to counter China's dominance in the region. Over time, there are interests that overlap to some degree and differ to some degree, said Jeffrey Bader, a former China advisor to President Obama. The relationship tends to move up and down over time, as if along a sine curve, but the recent story is mostly a positive one.